welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me again this morning, whether you're on the radio or Facebook or through one of the other platforms. I'm so honored that you take the time to listen in or to watch, and I always enjoy the opportunity to be with you. And I'm looking forward to a great time with you all this morning. Um, I cannot believe that November is here. And I feel like that we went from just a couple days ago, summer, it was in the 80s, and my kids were outside playing in the water hose, to now we broke out all the winter stuff. I feel like winter just came on us all of a sudden. But who knows, we're in the south, maybe it'll be warm again. But I love these days, and I love looking forward to all the holidays. And I know if you're like me, it's a busy, crazy time but it's a wonderful time and I look forward to that. We're gonna go in our Bibles today to 2 Timothy and chapter one, and we're gonna talk about two ladies in the Bible. I want to do more lessons on ladies in the Bible and things that I've learned from them, but these are two ladies that really challenged me, and we're gonna talk about them briefly this morning. So if you have your Bibles there, if you wanna just listen in, we're gonna go to 2 Timothy chapter number one, and we'll start um, in verse one, two, and then cut down to five, six. Um, but it's Paul, and he's talking to Timothy, and he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son. We're going to cut down to number five. He says, he talks about the faith that Timothy has, and he says, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. And then this is the next phrase that I want you to catch when it says, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee, that in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. And you know, I was reading through this passage and I saw where Paul was talking to Timothy and he referred to him as his son, his son in the faith. Um, over in 1 Timothy, it talks about him being his dearly beloved son. But we know that Paul is not actually Timothy's earthly father. But clearly, Paul had played a big part in the role of Timothy's faith and getting it established in his heart. I'm not sure if he helped him actually, if Timothy was actually his convert or just if Paul came along and helped him to grow in the faith. But regardless, Paul thought of Timothy as his son in the faith. But Paul recognized that there was a faith that dwelt first. And that was the phrase that I want to emphasize today that stuck out to me. He told Timothy, he said, when I call to remembrance, he said, I want you to remember the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And, you know, the Bible doesn't tell us a lot more about those two ladies. But I thought that obviously clearly apparently they had a role in Timothy's faith and you know Timothy was used greatly in Paul's missionary journeys later on Paul gave him the charge of the church of Ephesus for Timothy to watch out for and to instruct and to preach to and Timothy was used mightily of God to influence and to impact many lives for Christ 
during those New Testament days. And even today, the, the testimony of Timothy impacts our lives. And yet I thought when I looked, it dwelt first, his faith dwelt first in his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice. And as I read this passage, there were a few things that stood out to me about their faith. And the first thing I saw was that their faith was real. He didn't just say, when I call to remembrance, the faith, or that your grandmother and your mother were believers. He said, the unfeigned faith. And you know, the word unfaith means real. And I thought, you know, in order for a faith to really be powerful, a faith to be passed on, a faith to be lasting, it's first going to have to be real. And clearly, his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice had a faith that was real. You know, we live in a world around us that is filled with fa facades, really. And here I am on social media. Some of you are listening to the radio, but I'm talking to you. But, you know, the truth is a lot of times, and you hear me mention this often, social media can all be all about image. It can be all about influencers trying to present that perfect picture or that perfect cap shot, snapshot or that for perfect caption. But you know what? It's going to take some real face, some real people living out life really in front of our children and our grandchildren and the people that we influence if we want to truly make a difference. And it's the, they had an, a faith that was real. So I see a faith that was real. And then I see a faith that was strong. I do not know why that Timothy's grandfather nor Timothy's father was mentioned here. Maybe it was because they were, they were dead, and that's quite possible. I personally believe that it's probably because they were not believers. And you know, in today's world, it is hard to raise a family if you do not have um, a spouse that also is a believer. That's difficult. But in Bible days, it would have been so much more, so much harder, so much more difficult, especially for a woman. In those days, a woman's entire identity, her entire livelihood, everything about her life was largely dependent upon her father first and then her husband. That was just the way it was. And when a woman would branch out and she would have a belief system or she would choose a lifestyle that was not like what her husband or her father had, had set up, that was a very difficult path that she had to, to do. And we don't know if Timothy's father and grandfather had left them or if they just weren't believers. We don't know. But clearly they were not mentioned here. So even if they had faith, it was not like what his grandmother and his mother did had. And so to me, that says that his grandmother Eunice and his mother Lois, his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice, that their faith had to be strong. They had to reach down deep and, and hang on to what they believed in in order to pass that on. They had a faith that was strong. And then I see this. I see that it was lasting. It says that dwelt first. You know, when something just something dwells somewhere, it's not something that's just passing through. It's not a quick fad. It's not just an idea. It's not just something that we talk about for a season in life. But when something comes and it dwells in us, it's part of us. It's something that lasts. And clearly the faith that Eunice and Lois had, that was something that dwelled in them. And little did they know as it dwelled in them that they were passing on the seeds of that faith to their grandson, to their little boy, Timothy, who would take that faith and preach that and use that in Paul's missionary's journeys to impact so many other lives for him. And so I see that that faith was one that dwelled. And I know in my own life, I'm challenged. This past Sunday morning, I was uh, feeding my children breakfast. And I'll just be honest with you, with five kids, and sometimes on Sunday mornings, or any morning for that matter, when it's time to get them out the door, we have some crazy times. And as a mom, it's not just all fun and games all the time. Sometimes I have to stop and discipline. I have to stop and talk or train or say, we're not going to do that, and we're not going to act that way. 
And you know, sometimes it's hard to keep it all together with the right spirit and the right balance. And I had to stop in the middle of everything and I just prayed. We were getting ready to eat and I prayed for my children and I said, girls and Micah, I said, I want those people up there at that church. I'm getting ready to go up here to y'all to be here with you all. I said, I want them to hopefully see a good testimony. But I said, quite honestly, it doesn't matter what they think of me. If you all here in my own home don't see a consistent testimony, if you don't see a faith that is real. And you know, I love the opportunity to minister to you. I love the opportunity to be your friend, to be your pastor's wife, uh, to at times have opportunities to teach. I love those opportunities. But if my own children, if the people closest to me don't see that I have a faith that is real, I will never have lasting fruit. And that is my goal. As much as I love the opportunity to invest in you, as much as I love the opportunity to minister to you and to be your pastor's wife, and I want to do a good job at that, far more than that, I want to plant seeds of a genuine, real, consistent faith in the hearts of my children. And that will never happen just with the words that I speak, but that will happen if they see a consistent testimony live day in and day out in my life. And that leads me to the last point. I see a faith that was passed on. You know, grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice, they didn't just keep it to themselves. And that's what I want to challenge you all today. We live in an area of the country that is so rich in heritage of faith. Um, as I talk to you all, I love to hear the stories about how you grew up in church. Even when I'm out door knocking, I was out just a couple weeks ago and I talked to a man on his front porch and he was away from the Lord. In fact, I'm not sure that he was saved and I had the opportunity to give him the plan of salvation. But how sweet it was to hear how that when he was a young boy, his mother, his grandmother had taken him to church. And even though today he's far away from where he should be, those seeds of faith are still there. And we live in an area of the country where so many of you all, you have that deep inside of you. You read your Bibles, you know the Lord, you trust in Christ, you've seen him throughout your lifetime. But who are you passing it on to today? You know, I was blessed with such a rich heritage, but if I don't pass that on to Lacey, Savannah, Chloe, Kylie, Micah, if I don't pass it on to them, they'll miss it. It's my responsibility. And I see that it was passed on. You know, I have many precious memories of my Papa Norman and my Mama Brown. And especially toward the, the later years of their lives, they would just sit and they would talk on and on and on about the goodness of God. My papa would talk on and on and on about the preachers that he had heard of yesteryear and the way that their messages and the way their lives had impacted him. My mama Brown would talk about the life lessons that she had learned. In fact, there's a funny story. My husband and I were sitting and we were talking with mama Brown. And she was just telling him, she, Jeremy was fresh ears. We had just, um, I think we had just gotten married, so she had only been around him just a handful of times. So we were down visiting her, and she was eating her Wendy's Frosty, and she was talking on about things that she remembered from her childhood and growing up in the Methodist church and how her mother and her grandmother had really made a difference in her life. And so she was sharing all these things, and she kind of got done, and she's eating her Frosty, and she looked at Jeremy, and she said, Well, Jeremy, one thing about it. I never forgot my raisins. I never forgot my raisins. And Jeremy, as you can imagine, if you watch him at the broadcast here, he just nodded his head with a big smile on his face like he knew exactly what he was, she was talking about. But I knew that she did, he didn't. So I looked over, over at him and I said, Jeremy, I said, she's talking about the way she was raised, the way she was brought up. See, y'all don't know this, but there's a certain vernacular, a certain way of saying things that y'all have that, down here that people from other parts of the country don't know. 
And I said, she's talking about the way she was raised. And he looked at her and he started laughing. He said, well, Mama Brown, he said, I thought you were telling me that eating raisins was the secret to long life. But that wasn't what she was saying. She was saying the way she was brought up. And I hope that you will today. You have such a rich heritage. Y'all that are a little bit older than me and you've grown up around here and you've grown up in church, you've got such a rich heritage. Please pass that on to people my age. Please pass that on to my children. I love it when y'all get around my children and you tell them the stories from your childhood, that you tell them the stories of what Victory was like or Lakeview was like when you were younger. Pass it on. And so I see that there was a faith that grandmother Eunice and his mother Lois passed on. I'm sorry, so mix that up again. His grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice, they passed on to Timothy. And then I see that Paul reminded Timothy to remember. He reminded him, remember who invested those seeds of faith in your life. And you'll hear me this. I think if there's a common theme in my devotional sometimes, it's I want to stop and thank those that invested in me. And then I too want to be faithful in my life so I can invest in someone else. And Paul reminded Timothy, he said, I th I'm convinced it's in you, but I think he was saying, you better make sure, you better make sure that it's in you and you better make sure that it's real too so you can pass it on to someone else. You know, I'm so grateful I am in a position of like what Timothy was. I have such a rich faith that was passed on to me and I want to pass it on to someone else. I've had the blessing of seeing a faith that was real, that was consistent, that was it dwelt in my father, it dwelt in my mother, and it was passed on to me and I want it to dwell in me and pass on to someone else. And I think as we look at the life of Timothy, is it any wonder that we see a ministry that is marked with faithfulness, a see that a ministry that is marked with consistency and dedication? And you know, I don't know that Timothy is one of the flashier figures of the Bible. I haven't heard just a lot of messages on him. I've heard some, but not like compared to other Bible characters, but he was consistent and he was faithful. And you know, I think, is that any wonder if that's what we saw, the same character traits that we witnessed in the mother lives of his mother and his grandmother. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I pray that you'd have a great week. And please think about that this week. Have a faith that dwells first in you. Let it be real and let it pass on to somebody else. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart a ladies' devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.